0: So get your paws up, because the podcast dog is back. Put your paws up, because mm. the podcast mm. dog is back. Yeah. Those dogs at the other place, they aren't on the show right now. They oh. aren't on the show. They would bark, and they would be on the show, but they're not today. They yeah. are not today. Yeah. It's Phoebe, the mm. dog. Mm. She's mm. on the show today. Mm. She's on the couch, mm. in betwixt mm. us, and she's mm. got some opinions to say. Phoebe! Wow! So this is gonna be a fucking dog shit episode. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of dogs, Jeez. speaking of dogs, hey, what's your power? I don't, yeah. I don't see why it fucking got twelve Oscar nominations. The dog doesn't have any fucking <laughs> power, was,
1: and I don't understand the ending. It doesn't make any sense.
0: It's Look, you idiot. He gained the power of telekinesis and he threw the leash at the owner and that's the power of the dog. And it's also symbolic because like, what if a dog uh leashed up a human and i mean benedict cumberbatch is really, is good, really as good as that as dog, dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Get> Benedict is <laughs> playing
1: a very convincing dog in this movie
0: <laughs> i think maximus wolf should earn him the lead actor role <laughs> uh, i mean the lead actor win at yeah the, at the Academy yeah awards
1: um i think it, i think he's doing it we have a special guest it's phoebe the dog she's phoebe new. the dog
0: she's new here uh She's new. We've we've previous dogs we've had. We've had Sansa, yeah, and Danny, Danny the dog. They both they've both been great. They've yeah. they've actually vocally uh, yeah. voiced their opinions, which makes for better uh, radio, right, I think. Right. But you know, Phoebe's an up and comer. She might she might have a song or two yeah. later on the program. She might be, She's
1: a little shy right now. She's but a little shy. She'll, she'll under. She'll get it eventually. She's a sweet old dog. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: definitely. Uh, it's, it's you know I got a dog, but speaking of getting dogs, did you get did you get time to watch <laughs> any movies?
1: Um, yeah, I. Um, so I'm taking a, in my uh, last semester of undergrad, I uh, uh, needed a, an extra class to fill some credits, and so um, I didn't want to spend my hard-earned dollar on a class that I didn't want to take so I decided I'm gonna take another film class even though those are all I got my requisites for that but I'm taking a film class called they're calling it the rock class um and it's (laughs) a blend of film and rock music and how they like you know combine and uh just the history of it and it's actually really really interesting so I've therefore I've been watching a lot of uh music docs and music biopics um good ones actually yeah um so I'll just start by saying um, I'm going to combine these two because in the class we kind of melded these ideas together. It was really fascinating to watch unfold. I, I first watched um, the 2017 documentary by Amir Bar-Lev uh, called Long Strange Trip, and that's about the Grateful Dead.
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, they're, uh, yeah. There's something. There's story. Well, is this like uh,
1: is this like the OG band, or is this like after no? This, the keyboardist died. This chronicles from their beginning until like into the until the death of Jerry Garcia. Oh, the, what the a fucking singer. headache! Well, that's still like so much history. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, it's a three and a half hour documentary, um, and it it's okay. However, it does not overstay its welcome. Really, The Grateful Dead has enough history and enough. Um, like, lore, to probably make this go on for two more hours. They are the most recorded band in history. Like, you can literally... There's a website you can go to where every single one of their live shows was recorded by somebody and has been uploaded. You can watch all their shows that they've ever done. Whoa, that's actually metal. I didn't yeah. know that about yeah. The Grateful Dead. Um, it's... they got a, a complicated history, um, and the, the lead singer, Jerry Garcia... Um, is, is quite the character. Um, and I really, really enjoyed this doc. If, if it's on Amazon Prime, and they split it into six 45-minute parts. So if, you, if you're not already dead by watching the Beatles Get Back documentary, I highly recommend watching this one. It is so engrossing. Um, and to kind of like... Uh, not really counter that, but kind of just like it goes hand in hand with it. I, I then we watched the documentary, um, 20, it was 2020 documentary by Alex Winter, who is uh, Bill from Bill and Ted. I believe oh, he's right. Bill. Um, Yeah. And um, he directed one about Frank Zappa called Zappa. And this one, a little bit less interesting, but where it shines the most is Frank Zappa's uh, basically contra is contradiction the right word i guess it's it, they're their foils yeah or, so yeah. like jerry garcia and frank zappa are like total opposites but also the same in so many eerie ways like both of their bands came out of the same place in california um or no not the same place they're one of them's from new york and the other one's from california but they were both seen as like symbols outside of the bands that they were in. Uh, one's political, one's apolitical. Jerry Garcia was very apolitical. Um, and uh, they're, but they're also too, uh as, as the Grateful Dead being the most recorded band, Frank Zappa is, he recorded his own history and his own like concerts and album. Like you can, Frank Zappa has a backlog, thousands and thousands of hours worth of listening, of music that you can listen to. Um, and it's insane. Um, we're just both petting this dog over yeah. here. <laughs> so I, I was just
0: zoned out on the fact that she's, like, licking your hand, and you're yeah. talking with such conviction. I was like, dang, he has a strong will right there. <laughs> dude, dude. There, um, there really is a dog on the show. There really is. I mean, we've done some pretty elaborate shit posts, but, <laughs> yeah, but this no, is they're not, not they're one of them. <laughs> There's
1: a really dog. Um,
0: I, I, so, yeah, I don't know a lot about Frank Zappa, so I, I, I feel know. like the The Grateful Dead just like grips me more but by, mm-hmm. by reputation alone like yeah I think I one of my first experiences with them was someone was like
1: let's listen to a live album and it was like three hours long yeah it's like oh. they're known for that the Grateful Dead uh like Frank Zappa was like uh uh A person who was uh, very um, meticulous in his songs and his performances. They had to go a certain way. And he was like... He even uh, uh, did orchestrations later in his life right before he died. Um, Which, by the way, him and Jerry Garcia died of the same illness, I'm pretty sure. Really? Which is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, And they died around the same time, I believe. So... Just weird similarities, but like Jerry Garcia and the Grateful Dead, their live shows were like experiments. They didn't have, they would every time, every show they did, they would play the same song, but it would be different because they would improvise and riff off each other. It was kind of like jazz yeah. in a way. And uh, that's, I mean, fucking, you know, the the 70s that people love that shit. Um, Also, uh, Jerry Garcia and and the Grateful Dead were uh, big advocates of of drug use. Uh, Like, they did every kind of drug. And Frank Zappa was notoriously against all forms of drug. Really? I I think he he said in the documentary he only smoked weed, like, five times in his entire life. Like, he was very against any mind-altering substances. Um, Anyway, but if you want to, like you know, get that double feature in there. Uh watch Long Strange Trip and then watch Zappa. It's very fascinating how, um how the two contradict each other and are also eerily similar. Um it's just it's really cool. Um and really that's like the extent of my watching. Um I mean I I watched a couple other things, but they're just not I don't have much to say about They didn't really stick with you. They didn't really stick with you. The only other thing I could say I watched, which I watched the other day, was uh, Smiling Friends on HBO Max. Oh,
0: I've been watching that, too. It's so good. It's so
1: funny. I I do really enjoy, uh, yeah, Psychic Pebbles Pebbles. was always a
0: a good YouTube creator, and I just, yeah, like, it's so cool to see someone, like, small Mm -hmm. like that, like. Well, not even small, but like yeah. someone on like YouTube, like really crossover in this kind of big way, right. and to see it so well supported and, yeah. and immediately get it, getting another season, like oh my yeah. gosh, because it's funny, it's, it's good, it's so good.
1: Like it, if it were bad, that would suck, but, right. but you know, it's no, not. but the writing is actually terrific. Like the yeah. episodes, um, they feel very very fluid, and the characters are all distinct and. The voice acting is amazing. I love Zach's uh, voice for Charlie and how he screams. Um, You know, like the nasally voice he does, and when he screams, like in the first episode where he's like, "I hope he's not sleeping." He's like, (laughs) "Gasman!" He's like (laughs) rapid knocks on the door. Just that scream is just iconic. Yes, that. that... I'm I'm glad Smiling Friends worked out for him because if you remember a few years back, uh, Adult Swim picked up Hellbenders. To make oh I didn't remember that yeah that failed though uh, unfortunately he was doing that with Oni
0: yeah I'm kind of glad Hellbender like I was never really a big fan of the Hellbenders like videos so honestly I feel like this is better yeah I like also I just like when people have to like come up with new ideas like I I think there might have been a cheapness to just adapting like one of the YouTube Mm -hmm. videos like if there was like a Charlie the Unicorn Adult Swim like (laughs) series I'd kind of roll my eyes at that even though I love that creator film cow mm-hmm. and like all his stuff it's like oh sorry i'm getting distracted by this <laughs> dog she's, she's just really cuddly right now yeah um yeah i've been watching smiling friends too that's yeah. so good um i in the realm of tv i also have been watching a uh, critical role legend of the box yeah. machina which is so cool that like it exists in this format now because i don't think i could really ever do the like four hour D. Episodes. Yeah. Like I, I, I listened to a podcast, The Adventure Zone back in the day. And oh, that yeah, that well. that's like very long form, like mm. they're just playing Dungeons and Dragons. But you know, it felt curated and like a bit more um, you know, actiony I guess. Right. And and Critical Role seems really good. It just seems like it's people playing dnd for four hours you yeah. know and i kind of i struggle with that already to play <laughs> that long myself right, so it's right. like how am i gonna enjoy someone else doing it so the fact that legend of the box machina is exists one and like also successfully adapts what it feels like to be playing a dnd campaign but also streaming streamlining it so that it's a more cohesive story and like enjoyed and like the, the episodes are super short, like 26 minutes. Right. Like, it's incredible. And it's good. Like, it, I mean, it gives me kind of invincible vibes where, like... Mm-hmm. And I guess that's because it's based on a dD and d campaign. But it just feels, like, very not made by, like, a corporation. And yeah, like, yeah. And, like, you know, anything could happen in the story. And the animation is just so good. Like, I... I, I know it's Amazon Blood Bunny or whatever but like they make fucking beautiful animated shows. It's mm-hmm. it's something else, man. Yeah. it's um, interesting. I watch I watch that in terms of shows. I didn't watch many movies. Mm. I, I had the misfortune of watching um that uh, Adam Sandler movie from like 2012 where, like He's the Man or like Who's the Man? Like it's the one where like he he has a kid fucked fucked a teacher. And got her pregnant, and then he has a kid, and then, it, well, okay, so that's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah, is, is the plot of this sounding familiar? Should yeah. I go deeper? So the boy, Adam so Sandler? the boy grows up, uh, and he he's getting married, and Adam Sandler shows yeah. up. Yeah, 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 that's my boy. And, and like the family likes him, but they don't like Andy uh, Andy Samberg, Andy yep, yep, that's yeah, my that's boy. my boy. I remember um, this. It's a god awful movie. It's so shit. Oh <laughs> my god, and it's like. It's like a formula, you know? They, they've got, like, <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler doesn't have Chekhov's gun. He has, like, Sandler's, like, distasteful <laughs> event. Because, right. like, in this movie, it's like they set up him fucking the grandma, like, really early on. It's like there's <laughs> sexual tension between him and the grandma. Well, there's not even sexual tension. You just know this is the fucking kind of movie this is. Like, yeah. her husband has recently died, and Adam Sandler shows up and is like, Oh, I wonder where this is going. Right. And then it goes exactly... That's the thing about these movies like that I think really hurts them too is like they're not only unfunny but they're like safe and predictable for Mm -hmm. Adam Sandler like he's still got the same bits he was doing in Happy Gilmore like old guy beats up main character because right, we vastly right. underestimate him in this movie it's a priest and happy gilmore it's bob barker you know yeah, yeah. and in that movie it was funny in right. this movie it feels like
1: we're we're feels like, like he's parroting himself
0: and like i think that this movie was made because adam sandler was on vacation somewhere beautiful <laughs> with his celebrity friends and they they had to film a movie and in fact i think that explains most of these like party like adam yeah. sandler movies that get made or You know, even Kevin James movies, like fuck it. Like any of those dudes that just these terrible, unfunny movies, it's like someone got a big paycheck and maybe the cast and crew enjoyed themselves.
1: Yeah. And I I just, I watched, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but I I watched Punch Drunk Love recently. Yeah. And that's so good. It's so, like, Adam Sandler in that movie. And even in uncut gems, like yeah. I, I like his performance m- more in Punch Drunk Love. But even in uncut gems, you can see it's like, good lord, if somebody could just channel this dude's talent into something like actually productive, like I, I don't know, like it makes me sad that like uh, we won't get like a whole lot of stuff like that from him like even yeah. like uh Big Daddy like that's a good ass movie that was a, a Adam Sandler production that he was in Isn't that kind of where people start
0: having the divide though it I is. think it's, it's on like that Big, Big Daddy yeah I haven't seen it recently enough to weigh in I, I said some slander the other day and Kennedy was like whoa that's a good movie and I was like is it <laughs> I love <laughs> like, Big Daddy I
1: think it's I think it's a good Adam Sandler movie but it is you're right it is the start of when there is the divide but Yeah um, the sand,
0: the the Sandman verse slits. Yeah, it's tragic. The fandom has never <laughs> healed. Right. Although the fandom has mostly become like forty year old dudes. You know, yeah. do like have you see, or like southern dads. Yeah, like,
1: you seen the Cable Guy? Well, I've my <laughs> movies like that. Grown ups too. That is the funniest
0: piece of poo I ever seen on my <laughs> telly. <laughs> it's true though. Bobby Bungus, get over here. <laughs>
1: Some Bobby <laughs> Um
0: I watched that, and I, honestly, I didn't watch much else. But I watched Labyrinth. Have you ever yeah. heard of or seen
1: I Labyrinth? Seen Labyrinth, yeah. Oh my gosh, long time I, ago,
0: but... it was a long time ago for me too. So I was interested to revisit. Um, and let me just say, Jim Henson is definitely like the best puppeteer to have like ever lived. And right. the shit they pull off in this movie is. Mind blowing. Is it
1: still as terrifying as I remember it? No, no. <laughs> And that's the thing. It's like
0: watching it like was definitely a lot different from when I last remembered. It. I was like, this scene was scary. There is one scene that I realized would have fucked me up as a kid. And it's when the like bird guys are like throwing their heads around. Oh in arms, yeah, and they're all like, "We're gonna tear off your head too." It's like, holy shit, that's so scary. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that's distracting about it is that there's like green screen in that scene. Yeah. And it looks fucking awful and something else that was disappointing is like I love David Bowie but the soundtrack to this movie is just so um underwhelming for sure like even one of the hits that I like magic dance like in the context of the movie really lame and like low energy and it just feels like David Bowie looking stupid like dancing around with a bunch of puppets um but it's like also kind of timeless like it's like hokey and cheesy but like it's so pure and like they, there's just like so many genuinely like good moments and like scenarios. Like it's definitely more about like the pit stops than it is about mm-hmm. like telling like a cohesive, like amazing story. Uh oh, Phoebe, Phoebe, you're acting up, acting <laughs> up on the podcast, <laughs> taking the taking the mic, taking blankie. The mic? Let's scoot you back a little. Yeah, bit. let's yeah. scoot you back. Let's. <laughs> hey, stop having so many freaking hot takes, yeah, girl. You're getting cool. a little too nuts on the. You're getting a little too nuts on the air. <laughs> Maybe you chill it. Oh, I did start watching The Handmaiden. Have you have you I haven't. That? No,
1: it's on my watch list, though.
0: I was really enjoying it. The problem is I went I went to Colorado the next day, so I didn't get to finish it. And I haven't right. been able to return to it yet. The first 40 minutes of The Handmaiden are uh, are really good. We're okay. And I'm, I'm thinking that I need to f- watch all of Park Chan-Wook. Is that his name, Park Chan-Wook? Yeah, Park Chan-Wook. Yeah, I need to watch all of his uh, filmography, and yeah. same with Bong Joon Ho. I just I keep putting um, it off. and That's putting my it off. goal
1: this year: is to catch up on Park Chan Wook and Bong Joon Ho's dis- uh, filmography, cause discography. Discography, sorry. Well, they technically, would, they would
0: drop some bangers. Though, yes. if Say like when in music, dude.
1: like no doubt, like they would translate well. New Korean cinema is like my favorite thing right now. What, what like, acting, new wave Korean
0: cinema. Do you want to see, like, have a music career, though? Like, is there any that you're curious uh, or, like... You know, maybe it's, like, morbid curiosity. Like, I would die to see what Chris Pratt would, like, do in the he, music yes. industry. Like, I feel like it would be Christian rock
1: or, yeah, like, yeah. country. Yeah. I, I like, feel... Okay, I want... My morbid curiosity... I don't want this to happen. But, like, I can, for some reason, see it leading here is uh, a Tom Holland... Music career? Oh yeah, that could be pretty bland. <laughs> that could be pretty pretty bad. Um Fuck. Doesn't Zendaya already have music?
0: I feel like, yeah. She must like I feel like most of the Disney stars like they did have their own pop, solo pop a little out, you know. Yeah. Just to just to fulfill the contract or whatever. Um with Tom, Tom Holland, didn't isn't uh, Uncharted getting kind of like bad early reviews? Like, I think so. I feel like he's got a curse. Like, he's not... I mean, outside of Spider-Man, is he really even that well, like, loved? He, he's cast a lot, but he... You know, is he the, well know The general is...
1: consensus on Twitter right now is that, is that his agent needs to be fired. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, it is weird just the type of things that he's getting cast for and stuff. Yeah, um, just like... It's always a shocker. Yeah. It's
0: like, really? Tom Holland? Right. You're like, that's who you eyeballed for this role? Like when yeah. people like I was one of those people that was like, Wait, why would he be Nathan Drake? Like yeah. what the hell is going on here? And I mean, when they revealed that it was because they're like younger mm-hmm. in the movie, that made a lot more sense. But I'm still like
1: I'm still I thinking. I don't see him as Nathan Drake whatsoever, but I mean I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. If, if I I don't know if I'm gonna see it. Probably not. I won't see it in the theater. Probably not. now. I'm being very I, conservative with what I watch in the theater.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Is there anything out right now? Well, oh, I, I kind of want to watch Death on the Nile. I do want to uh, watch Death on the Nile because yes. I, I do. I mean, I hadn't seen the original Murder on the Orient Express, and I'm sure it's like leagues ahead because it's mm-hmm. got Sidney Lumet. Yeah, directing. You can't really beat that. But no. like, it was a perfectly fine movie. Like, yeah. I, I, I guess if you have to compare it to another movie. Maybe it won't hold its own, but like I think Kenneth Brown is always a very serviceable director and yeah. he gives a pretty uh, great performance as Perot like go and see. <laughs> Phoebe, oh my gosh, you got some opinions. <laughs> Were well, you you get heated over Brana? She says no. You want to have a Brana bowl? You want to have a Brana bowl? Let, let's have a Brana bout. Let's, let's go. go. Bop, pop pop. You think he's that good of a director? Bop, pop pop. I think he's lame. Did you even see Artemis Fowl? Did you? <laughs> I didn't. I don't know anyone else who did. Nobody honestly. watched Artemis. I just Fowl. saw like two YouTube videos about how it was bad. Yeah, like, same. And that's all. I like. I already had my suspicions, and it was just yeah. pretty much like I feel
1: vindicated. You know. Right. I'm not right. going to watch. <laughs> yeah, no. I I am excited to see Death on the Nile and uh, New Soderbergh just dropped. Oh, Kimmy. Kimmy. I've heard good things heard about him.
0: Kimmy from, from Sam and Saxon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've and heard good things about Stuckman. it from
1: a few people that I watch. Yes, yeah, Stuckman did his review, and also there's a few people I follow on Twitter that are singing its praises, so I'm excited. I love Soderbergh, bro.
0: Dude, I think it's kind of savage now. What, sorry, this will only appeal to people who watch Chris Stuckman on YouTube, but... I think it's pretty savage that now that he, like, only releases, releases a video, if he's got a positive review, like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that the reviews that he doesn't post speak, like, volumes. Like, yeah. he never posted a Matrix Resurrections review, oh. and that kind of stung. I was like, yeah. wait, maybe he's just gonna, maybe he's making a video about how, like... You know, you just gotta like analyze it a little bit more. Right. Whatever. right. And now nah. it's like, no, that that's not the case. No. Nope. He made his best of the year, it was not on there. It's like oof oof.
1: I'm excited though that he's uh, directing a movie, a horror movie. Yeah, Shelby that's Oakes. gonna be so Interesting. Inter- yeah. <laughs> I I haven't
0: really cared for his short films so far. No, I'm not I haven't gonna lie. like the did you see the one where, like, the two people are, like, writing a screenplay? Yeah. That one was pretty It's like bland. a skit, basically. Like, I don't know. Like, honestly, <laughs> when people have clowned on, like, the Stuckman screenplays, like, tell that to Zen- General Zod's, like, snap neck. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, one? yes. Like, they're kind of rightfully, like, owning him. Yeah. I was just checking on Phoebe. Phoebe oh, yeah. Phoebe's trying to, like, have a hot take. <laughs> She's kind of chewing the mic blanket. <laughs> Do you want me to take her? Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, if you if you want to take the podcast dog away from the podcast dog show, <sighs> okay. like if you want to take that one element keeping people interested, the one element we really keeping...
1: have no viewers anymore. It's just the only she's reason. Been, I I, I, to I she spent marks. all of my mm-hmm. money
0: on this dog. The the, the 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 corner seller told me this dog has all the fortune in the world. She'll get your fame. Um, okay, and okay, yeah, I'll send it's Phoebe to me if you want. Okay, okay, okay. We've we've just talked our way out of bankruptcy. <laughs> yep. God, that was a For tense negotiation. Time. <laughs> I know that's you've edited out all the other instances, yeah. but it's been relentless. Yeah. Agents calling, trying to get our lucky dog. That bean seller told me too. The beans yeah. will bring me fortune, and the dog will eat the beans, and the dog will become an automaton that does a function you've never seen. And that is
1: the power of the dog. That's power of
0: the dog. <laughs> speaking of, of wow, the dogs' power. Power. <laughs> what um, does the Oscars hold any uh, power over you these uh, days?
1: So that gives you power over me. <laughs> so that gives you power. Um, I'm interested this year. About yeah. The, I'm, oh, okay. Listen, I'm I'm a fucking corporate shill, and I'm always interested in the Oscars. Oh. Um. Academy, yeah, dick suckers Yeah, I am a, an Academy dick sucker. Everybody, goodbye, dog. Be free, dog. Be free. Be um, free.
0: <laughs> Go. Oh, she wants back on the show. I thought she wanted off the show. Okay.
1: She just she just wants that attention. Okay. Yeah. She just um, wants
0: attention. Copyright. Can
1: we um? Let's just start from the first category and we'll yeah. just give our short. Oh, uh, there's Oscar noms. There's that's Oscar. The, yeah, that's that's the we're talking about. Happening. Yeah. Um, so first we got actor in a leading role, um, Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Yes. Will Smith for King Richard and Denzel for The Tragedy of Macbeth. So Who I just, think? I just want to say like Being the Ricardos,
0: I feel like is going to be the choice that everyone like rolls their eyes at yeah. like all night and like film Twitter will definitely like be incensed about like. I, I, I don't know a lot about being the Ricardos, like other than it being about Lucille Ball um, and her husband, but like uh, I, don't, I don't really care. I don't uh, care. It either. just feels, yeah, very, um, very like I will uh, we paid say, a lot for a campaign. Yeah.
1: I will say, I, I do think it belongs to, to Benedict. Um, however, yeah. I haven't seen the tragedy of Macbeth, but I know that Denzel Washington has been nominated too many fucking times, and we all fucking get it that he's a goat, okay? We get it. But there were like a bunch of other like standout breakout performances this year that were not nominated in favor of yeah. this shit. However, if Will Smith wins for King Richard, I'll be fine because I want to hear his speech. I would love to hear Will Smith's winning speech. Like, he's
0: never he's never won before, right? I know I don't think he has. Um, so that's
1: why I'm interested. That
0: would be that would be very interesting. I want to I want to right off the bat say it's a damn shame that uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah on this list i feel like i agree pig was like a really uh, like i would i would definitely like, i don't know it, it feels so bad to say you know take denzel washington or i mean like,
1: i would like or I, harvey or bardem off yeah just because they're both very talented
0: actors and it's like mm-hmm. yeah like i'm sure they did amazing in those movies oh. it's just like I don't know they've earned their they've earned their accolades they yeah yeah and like to be for these to be the movies that they yeah. like get more Oscars for like just doesn't feel like as right as like you know Benedict Cumberbatch winning for like power of the dog but yeah. honestly a part of me is really hoping Andrew Garfield wins because I really love his performance as I John do. Lyson. And he seems very, very passionate about it. I, yeah. just, I just love for this to be... Especially since he got snubbed, since Spider-Man No Way Home should yeah. be the movie on this. Uh, should <laughs> on the be the best on this. Like, it should be... Let me read the real, the real actor in a leading role noms. Uh, Tom Holland for Spider-Man <laughs> slash Peter Parker. Check. Toby Maguire for Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. Let's uh, go. Check all day. Andrew Garfield for Spider-Man slash Peter Parker slash Let's John go. Larson. Uh, check. Yeah, he gets double billing. Yeah. What's next? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Dune. Let's just say Paul Atreides really changed the game. <laughs> Maybe he's gonna stand a chance against the Spider-Man. And then IDK number five. Uh. Barry Koenig,
1: The Eternal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It was a performance. It was one of the performances of all time. I
0: just feel like I trust him. You know, even though I know it's not that great of a performance, well, because it's not that great of a movie, it's just like he he has that cred. Like, you know, he's got that Yorgos Lanthimos cred. Yeah. It's
1: like maybe he's being bad on purpose. Like, he's supposed to be like that. (laughs) Um,. Going on down to actor in a supporting role, um, I will say the only film I've seen from, I haven't seen Belfast yet, or Coda, or Being the Ricardos, but we've got two actors in the same film nominated, um, and that's Jesse Plemons and Cody Smith-McPhee in The Power of the Dog, and can I just say, I'm just, I was not that enthralled with Cody Smith-McPhee's, like, He did good, yes. Yeah, he's pretty good. But for a a nom, for a supporting role, I'm a little bit confused. Jesse Plemons, I can understand. Jesse Plemons always brings his A game. But to be honest, I really think this is a very weak category this year. I really, I really do. I would, I I mean, I'm
0: kind of upset to be saying this, but, like, J.K. Simmons, I really wish wasn't in this category right now. Like, he's won before... And he's one for better, like, yeah. I doubt being the Ricardos is a, an equal role to fucking Fletcher from Whiplash. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, I wanted to say, damn shame about Dev Patel not being nominated. Yeah, I, I really fucks with Dev Patel's performance. Uh, In this category, yeah, I'm definitely, like, loving Jesse Plemons being Same. here. Like, I feel like I'd he's pick. been overdue for some big acting award for a while now because he's yeah. amazing and everything he's in you know he's been in
1: uh the last five best picture winners really yeah i saw i think it was the last five i think he was in the. he was in every single one of them holy shit yeah that's crazy, crazy.
0: whoa dude jesse is kind of kind of clutch low-key yeah. uh i was Don't i think in, in this category though like yeah but but honestly, I want to rewatch Power of the Dog to see if there's like another layer to the Co- Cody Smith McPhee mm-hmm. role because like I feel like by the end of the first watch, you're like, oh, there's mm-hmm. been something more yeah. there this whole time. You know? Yeah,
1: I probably need to do. I probably do need to give it another watch. I just but remember being just it, like,
0: I mean, that hula hooping is amazing. Oh crazy. yeah,
1: yeah, best hula hooping scene. Okay, uh, the oh, the dog the dog is, is off gone. The show now.
0: She's been trying to like kinda leave. She's just not been interested in supporting mm-hmm. the show anymore. It's been kind of <laughs> showing. Yeah.
1: I fucking hate that thought. No, I am kidding. <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> I love you, Phoebe. Um, next is Actress on a leading role, and I will just start by saying I have not seen any of these films, so I can't say anything, but just just because I'm gonna say Kristen Stewart for Spencer.
0: <laughs> I so Spencer is the only one of these movies I've seen. I feel I feel bad. But it's like none of these, uh, none of these have been getting the press, yeah. like I, which is a damn shame. I think Kristen Stewart will probably take it easy, and honestly, I'm not gonna be mad because is so good. Yeah,
1: honestly, I can also I can also see um, Olivia Coleman winning again for The Lost Daughter. I'm not gonna lie, I can, yeah I can kind of see it. The Academy loves Olivia Coleman. I love Olivia Coleman. But... I love Olivia Coleman too. Um, then yeah. we got actress in a supporting role, and I've only seen one of these movies as well. Um. I'd love to see
0: Ariana DeBose win for West Side Story. I'd,
1: I do need to I see that I think she one. deserves it. Like honestly, um, I I'd, I love Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog, though. Honestly, I think like
0: yeah, no, like, she's great. N-
1: yeah, like no shit. Like Benedict Cumberbatch, I think was was the top. You know, he was he was the star of that movie. But uh, Kirsten Dunst's performance in it, I noticed right off the bat. Like I was like, holy hell, this is good, and she might get a nomination for this. So if she wins. Totally fine with that. Yeah, Jane Campion just like really did get such
0: an oh. amazing. Um, well, and it seems like that's her reputation is just getting an amazing, just an amazing together. director, yeah. yeah. Damn, and writer. <laughs> yeah, and writer. Yeah, Woo, doing that too. Uh, animated feature. Animated film. feature. So, I've been bad. <laughs> I haven't. Well, I watched The Mitchells vs. the Machines a while on. Pain pills from surgery, so I fell asleep. Right, but um, I remember it being pretty, pretty darn good. I just, uh I should probably rewatch it. Uh, yeah, awake. I, 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 I mean, I've been meaning to see Encanto. I've been meaning to see Luca. Uh, Raya. Oh, I did see Raya, uh, and that was pretty okay. Kind of underwhelming though. Yeah. to be honest, I'm
1: going to be honest. I'm going to go for Luca in this one. Encanto's going to win, but I want Luca to win. I think I think I like Luca a little bit more than Encanto. Yeah, Encanto's um, still great, by the way. Watching Encanto, it, it's good. I will. But I there's will. Nothing wrong with it. I've really been meaning to. Yeah. Hey, do you? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some water. Do yeah, need some water? I need some water. I, I'm, I just realized that like I'm kind
0: of parched. Yeah,
1: we're gonna take a water break. Listen to the soothing sounds of metal. Bye.
0: Oh,
1: and <laughs> a dog being like euthanized. That yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> we're back. And we're back. Um. Next up, we have cinematography. Oh, this is gonna be. Yeah,
0: this is gonna be here. <laughs>
1: we first off, we got Greg. Uh, I think it's that. Greg, was there's an I in there, so it's like grige, but it's Greg. Yeah. Greg Fraser for Dune. We got Dan Loftson for Nightmare Alley. Ari Wegner for The Power of the Dog. Bruno Del Bono for The Tragedy of Macbeth. And Janus Kaminski for West Side Story. Um, um,
0: why did I assume Roger Deakins did Dune?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Dune's got some good cinematography. Again, though, I know I haven't seen West Side Story or Tragedy yet. Um, or nightmare Alley, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say that the the power of the dog is really conjuring that cinematography free cine- that cinematography that really hits the spot for me, and that's like western imagery, um, and it's captured beautifully. And I will say um, that if it wins, I will be glad. If Dune wins, I will also not be mad at all. Dune had some amazing cinematography.
0: Yeah, I think I think I gotta probably go with Dune here. Just because of how effective it was in capturing, like, scale. Mm. Like, dude just had so many crazy fucking shots. Loved it so much. Um, West Side Story also, i got to say, it's been, like, oh my god, the musical numbers are
1: stunning. It's
0: amazing. Yeah, I I would be very happy to see West Side Story win. Like, any time West Side Story is nominated, it probably could win and
1: deserve it. Dope. Uh-oh. Podcast dog Podcast bag. dog bag. Don't For bag. our next category, we have costume design. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you. Um, man, I don't know. Dune's costume design, I remember standing out to me. But also, it's nothing like to ride home about, in my opinion. But we got Cruella. Still, bless me. Cyrano, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story nominated as well, and I just don't see any of these just being. I guess Dune. I guess I would have to say, but I really don't want to. Like, I don't know. What do you think? I feel like Nightmare Alley will probably
0: be the obvious choice once I see it, and I feel like Nightmare Alley is probably one of the most visually appealing movies. But I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Right. But that's what I've been. That's what I trust when I hear you know Guillermo del Toro. Del Toro directing.
1: Right. Um, Costume design's gonna be far. Yeah,
0: and the cinematography and everything, too. Yeah. Um, Cruella, or yeah, Cruella just feels like a Disney, you know, they're probably, high money campaign.
1: Yeah, they're probably gonna give it to Cruella. Just because I, that'll be Disney's win, you know, or the VFX slot will go for them. I heard there is was a, though
0: a rumor that they were they were trying to get um, a campaign going for Tom Holland oh. in Spider Man. Though <laughs> I'm just thinking about listen, that listen, right he was
1: good, but not like An that. An Oscar. Oscar, come on. Uh, ooh, now we got directing. Um, so sadly, I've only seen one of these films, so I'm not gonna go. <laughs> my, it's it's Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, <laughs> Ryusuke Hamaguchi, Ryusuke. Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, Paul PTA for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I don't have an opinion yet because I need to watch these because I actually care about this category, but let me say Jane Campion uh is going to be hard to beat because I just, you know, Power of the Dog's like my number 2 movie of the year so far and it's just, like, it's doing everything so good, and Jane Campion already is just an amazing director. I just think it's going to be hard to beat, but I'm, I'm still waiting to see the other films before I... Right? I really
0: want to see Drive My Car before I mm-hmm. form an opinion on this, but, like, I, I, I think right now, probably Campion. Um, mm-hmm. Just because the performances in Power of the Dog and just the pacing and the tone, like, it just yeah. is all so
1: effective and great yeah. um and she gets i mean three I, of her uh actors slash actresses are nominated i for mean best other than brana
0: like i feel like everyone deserves yeah. a spot here like spielberg yeah. killed it i i just i don't care if he wins because you know this this is nothing for him and pta i feel like well, has he ever won
1: before? PTA has won before. Yeah, I can't remember. So I just
0: I feel like, you know, Licorice Pizza is a fine movie for him to win for, but I don't think he needs to. Yeah. I feel like it's Campion's prize right now. But right. maybe when I see Drive My Car, I'll change my tune.
1: All right. Um man, I'm not even going to talk about documentary because I haven't seen any of these Mm-mm. or documentary short subject. Mm-mm. But let's talk about film editing. Um Don't Look good. Up. Dune, King Richard, The Power of the Dog, and Tick Tick Boom.
0: Okay, I take back what I said about being the Ricardos. I feel like don't look up don't is look the up one is that the film, everyone's yeah. the eye roll at.
1: I still haven't seen it and I I, just, I really don't want to, but I'm I don't going I don't to. care to see it. I mean, I might see it. I'm, I'm going to just I feel have like I a need a to see all the Oscars them. experience. Yeah, yeah, you know? the
0: the whole best picture like competitors. Right. Um yeah, I feel like uh, Dune was really well edited. No, Power of the Dogs still probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah,
1: you. Power of the Dog had really good editing. I, Tick Tick Boom had fine editing. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. I, I agree, but uh, I don't think it should win. Dune's editing, man, it's it's like it's fine. It's not what stood out to me, so I'm not. I'm just not gonna have to go with it. But the Power of the Dogs editing definitely stood out to me. Um, So we'll see if that changes, if I watch King Richard or Don't Look Up. But right now, it's going to go for Power of the Dog for me.
0: No film is ever going to come close to Bohemian Rhapsody, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. The the shadow cast on that category by
1: that movie is just Ugh, it's good, yeah. That was a joke, by the way. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were being a little (laughs) too... um okay so international feature film i'm i'm really bad this year i haven't seen any of these um but i'm really excited to watch the worst person in the world oh yes and the hand of god and drive my car i'm excited to see all of them even flea and and the other one like i just but especially drive my car Mm -hmm. um i'm excited to watch these i do want to see flea real bad yeah i hear flea's good um have you seen any of these no, yeah, no. okay, so not we'll, we'll so form an lucky. opinion on that later, um, but definitely I'm going to watch this.
0: Oh my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: coming, makeup and hairstyling, <laughs> coming to America. Wow.
0: Yeah. I, by, I didn't realize
1: that came out this year. <laughs> yeah, it seems forever ago. Um, followed by Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and House of Gucci. Um, again, it's just I I, and I haven't seen any of these except for Dune. Um House of Gucci might win, but it's probably honestly going to go to Dune. Um, yeah, down, I'm down for that. Uh, yeah, I'm down for that.
0: Don't don't give it to Corella. Don't
1: That's give it, it to Corella or Coming to America. Why is that even fucking... Uh, okay, whatever.
0: <laughs> Eddie Murphy, I don't know. He just <laughs> really
1: does something. Did you see Norbit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was awesome. Uh, original score... We have Don't Look Up, Nicholas Bertel, okay. Dune by Hans Zimmer, Encanto by Jermaine Franco, okay. Parallel Mothers by Alberto Iglesias, and The Power of the Dog by Johnny Greenwood. Listen, man. Johnny Greenwood. Hey,
0: I I, I would have liked to have not- seen Johnny Greenwood on here also for Spencer. Like,
1: both are, yeah. like, crazy good scores. So, I've, yeah. Um, Dune's score is really good, but at the same time, it's just... Almost indistinguishable from like Hans Zimmer's late work, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's fine if it doesn't win. I'm gonna. Say, the Power of the Dog score was very reminiscent of There Will Be Blood, and and um, because I mean, same composer, so yeah. Uh, I mean, fuck, dude. Same setting, yeah. Uh, Power of the Dog, dude. <laughs> Again, like, all all 12 nominations that the Power of the Dog has, I'm giving it to. I'm like, okay, fine, just take it. It's like, like yeah, sure. It's good, it's good. Like, let's not even kid. What? Oh, what? We don't talk about Bruno's not nominated? Yeah, I know. It's Dos, uh, I, I'm not even gonna try to, th- it's, it's. You, you all know or, what's or, nominated. Or a or, or or, or or guita. Or a guita. i sorry. Or guita. I'm sorry. Whatever. We're we, so we sorry. We could have
0: consulted Kennedy on this. Yeah. The Spanish major probably could have helped. I'm sorry. <laughs> to the world.
1: Um, But I don't know any of these. Be Alive from King Richard. I, I don't remember the song from Encanto, but I have seen Encanto. I'm I'm sure. It's whatever. Down Good. to Joy is from Belfast. No Time to Die uh, from No Time to Die and Somehow You Do from Four Good Days. I'm giving it to Billy, okay? This No Time to Die was one of my most listened to songs of last year.
0: No Time to Die would be it for me uh, of this list, but uh, if we don't talk about Bruno, is on there. Honestly, it deserves it. <laughs> like that song, really? Is fi- that song is fire. Like I it's... see why it overtook uh, Let It Go because it's so good. Like I haven't seen the movie, and I think it fucks.
1: Well, it's good. It's just like I feel like it's being like boasted a lot by TikTok, and it's very annoying. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but it is
0: kind of getting to that point. Did you just skip Best we're Picture? We're going to skip
1: Best Picture and save it for the end. Because ah, okay. I want to just talk about all the other ones. Um, production design, Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Listen, I have not seen the Tragedy of Macbeth, but I think it should go to the Tragedy of Macbeth. Just from what I've seen in the trailers, like, the set, it, 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 fu- it fucks. Um, I'm excited to watch it. I don't know. I do like uh, Denise... Blend of like
0: uh, sets and and and, 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 and CG because yeah. like he always does it so fucking well like the he production does. design is immaculate in this although I he's already won for like Blade Runner twenty forty nine I mean yeah. does that
1: well, that one had really
0: good set design yes oh my gosh oh, And that was so doing the cinematography on oh that yeah so that's oh. why I kind of assumed he just came back for
1: for Dune yeah Dune. That well would I mean be yeah epic. fair fair assumption hey he might do Dune Part Two who knows mm. that would be dope that would be dope um. Animated short film, I have not seen any of these, and I'm not seeing any of the live-action short films. I I want to watch them, but I just, right now, just, no. Um, Best Sound, Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I'm going with Dune on sound. Mm. Sound design, it's Dune. Okay, hands down. I don't even, like, No Time to Die was fine, and I Power of the Dog, it's not its strongest attribute um, by far, but Dune. Yeah, what are you laughing
0: at. What's wrong? Oh, I was thinking of a joke that I'm gonna tell for the next category. Oh, okay, gotcha. Visual, <laughs> visual effects, visual effects. Let me just say, where's old? I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> that kid. That kid became like old. old like, how yeah. did they do that?
1: I don't fucking know. That's
0: like crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm so uh, I'm so upset. No, the, uh, okay, old being nominated would have been more interesting than what we have in this category, which is Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man No Way Home. And can I just say, Shang-Chi and Spider-Man No Way Home have no business being in the visual effects category, okay? Just because a film has a lot of visual effects in it doesn't mean it has the best visual effects. The best visual effects are the ones that you can't fucking tell they're visual effects. And for me, that has to go to either No Time to Die or Dune. Um, I would, i would say Dune. Dune.
0: Yeah, because No Time to Die still had some pretty choppy shit. Like I don't know, like all the action, all the A ones. Mm-hmm. That's just like the 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 visual effects of the lizard and Sandman alone should turn you away from wanting Spider Man. Uh,
1: yeah, okay, but they were fixing Spider Man after it was in it was released. They fixed the portal scene with Andrew Garfield, and really? and yes, they did. Yeah. So, why it's in this category is fucking beyond me. It looks Whoa, I didn't horrible. know they Yeah, it. Yeah, it did look pretty terrible. It, it, I terrible. saw it in the preview screen. <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, in Shang-Chi, I don't think they shot a single thing on a real location in Shang-Chi. It was so fucking fake throughout the whole thing. Like, Shang-Chi is a fine movie. Like, I like Shang-Chi, but its visual effects were ass, okay? Like, mm-hmm. the dragon, I think, looked the best out of anything. But that you can tell that's where they put all of their money. 'Cause everything else looked like shite. Um, shite, calling it like it. Calling it like it is. But yeah, I guess it'll I mean, I still won't be mad if No Time to Die wins. I think No Time to Die looked pretty good. But Dune I think looks probably a little better, so Dune I'm gonna give it to. Free Guy is why is that here? That's, we're not even talking about that. Yeah, don't
0: don't give that the time of day. Yeah.
1: Um so writing adapted screenplay, okay, I'm really disappointed in the, in the in the screenplay categories this year. I feel like there was a lot um, more that could have been nominated, I just feel like. But we've got, for adapted screenplay, we've got Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, and The Power of the Dog. Um, I feel
0: like it's going to be a contest between Drive My Car and Power of the Dog. Yeah,
1: because mm. I can't give it to Dune because it's just like, it's just, it's a half. It's, and, and yes, it was adapted pretty well.
0: Yeah, no, this is crazy. Like, after reading the book, like, it's crazy that Dune is as cohesive and, like, good as right. it is. Like, damn.
1: But, I don't know, Jane Campion adapting the book by herself for Power of the Dog is amazing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then for original screenplay... I have not seen any of these, <laughs> so um, I just. No, oh,
0: licorice pizza would not be a would not be a bad win.
1: oh uh, yeah, I do really we've, like the screenplay. Belfast, don't look up King Richard. Licorice pizza and the worst person in the world, by the way. Um, I've heard the worst person in the world has actually got a really good screenplay, and I'm, mm. I'm I mean, licorice pizza. It's Paul Thomas Anderson, but it also it's like a hangout movie, and so I'm just kind of like, well, I mean. From all I've heard, it's a hangout movie, and normally those don't really get like the screenplay for those is kind of like, I don't know, it's weird. Um,
0: Yeah, like I see what you're saying. Like, you know, there's not it's not as plotty. Yeah, and so it's not it's it's kind of hard to see the craft in it. But yeah, I do take I do think it takes a lot to make a hangout movie like Licorice Pizza. Yeah, like work and it works. Like I I really fuck with Licorice Pizza.
1: Nice. Um. All right, now we're going to Best Picture. We have Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. All um, right. right, um, a
0: shame to see Green Knight shorted so bad for Best Director. Get, it for, yeah, it didn't get fucking anything. Um, it deserved something. Um,
1: maybe I would, I would say... Uh, Either production design, yeah, uh, for Green Knight, because I did yeah. like the, oh, the my set God. design for that, um, uh, or costuming. Costuming was great as well. Yeah, but yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe uh, give Joel Edgerton a little bit of a prize too. Give him a mm-hmm. little. Well, oh, in the in the Alicia uh, El- Vikander. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's great. That, yeah. She's always good. Honestly, yeah. I'd love to have seen her. Get some, um,
1: Ryan Deb Patel. There's a lot of shit. I would have liked to see this. Gravely voiced not... guy from the from The Witch. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> did he just speak English? Yes he did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes he did. Man, I, okay, so I need to catch up, obviously. I'm really bad this year. I saw what I thought would be nominated, but there's a bunch of shit on here I didn't think would be nominated that I didn't bother to catch that is nominated, and I'm like, well, shit.
0: Yeah, Coda feels like any movie from Apple TV feels like a fake movie that you shouldn't yeah. have to watch. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like, who saw Coda? <laughs> like, Nobody. Like, who who nominated this movie? Did, did like Apple pay a lot of money for this movie yeah. to be here? Because it feels like that.
1: For real. Um yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm going right now. It's Power of the Dog for me. Um, but, okay, I'll tell you what I don't see winning, even if I watch it, or what I what I probably won't enjoy. Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, King Richard, uh, Nightmare Alley, those five are the ones that I, I'll i probably watch and I still probably will be like indifferent on about like it winning Best Picture. But the ones that could supersede Power of the Dog for me would be West Side Story, Licorice pizza and drive my car. That's the only ones I can see. I, yeah,
0: I I feel like, uh, I feel like Power of the Dog is what I would want to win on this list, but maybe West Side Story. Um, I really fuck with West Side Story, and I feel like, like, part of me wants it to win also just so it can get a second life. Mm. Um, I I mean, and that's the case with a lot of these movies, like Nightmare Alley tanked, and that's a damn shame because. I, I love Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. making movies. Like Shape of Water was one of my like most pleasant like surprises for, yeah, best for 2017. Picture.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, and, and when West Side Story is coming to Disney Plus in a in a couple weeks, so oh, all yeah, who have missed it, that. I'm definitely going to catch it. Um, can we just? I, I need to look at the 2020 awards real quick, uh, and I need to see who the fuck, what the what the bet what the best picture shit was again because uh, I'm just oh yeah it was oh, oh right oh you're yeah i so went to 20, go, was, go to the 2021 <laughs> yeah uh, there we go 2021 um we
0: got let's see who was nominated for that fucking shitty ass year
1: nomadland the father judas and the black messiah mank minari promising young woman sound of metal and the trial of the chicago seven okay so yeah nomadland I would have enjoyed seeing the father win as well, but Nomad Land was uh, a very good choice. I agree. I, agree.
0: I, I would have Sound of Metal, maybe. Yeah, Sound of Metal or Minari on yep. this list. Minari was honestly like I, I can't believe it didn't win more than it did. Like it right. was so amazing to me. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, man. Um, what a solid list. Uh, no Lamb. That's a damn shame. No. <laughs>
1: Shit, Lamb. Let me go back and look at my at my top ten of the year. I'm just
0: Yeah, yeah. My top show few. me yours even though it's gonna be Let's way different or yeah, I, I feel like okay, some silly things going on right now. People are, like actually getting upset about Matrix Resurrections, not getting nominated. Uh, I mean I would have liked to see. It, it would have been, cool, been cool. But like I don't think that it's that like objectively like good, like that. I don't know. Like, I still see why people don't like it, but I like it, you
1: know? Um, Okay, Malignant not getting nominated for... uh,
0: Best Picture? Crazy.
1: Yeah, I know, right? No, uh, Costume and Hairstyle? Or not Costume and Hairstyle. Like, well, what would that be called? What would Gabriel... I think that would be Makeup. Makeup. Okay, it not even getting recognized for Makeup, that's fucking insane. The um, Oscars hate horror movies. I know, I know. Pig not getting any any love whatsoever is yeah. abysmal. Green Knight not getting any love. Titan, Titan was not nominated for anything. Granted, it's not in my top ten, but it was still a fine a fine fucking film. And it was like towards like the middle of the year, it was gearing up to be like I was thinking it was gonna grab several nominations, but it didn't. There's, there's no nominations for Titan whatsoever, even though it won the Palme d'Or this year at cons. Like, what the fuck? Um, nothing nothing there. Uh, the Last Duel, nothing. Not even, like, costume. Nothing for Ben Affleck. Nothing for... Ben Affleck, yeah. N- nothing for anybody there. Like, I don't know. and uh, I, th- And this is wishful thinking, but, like, I think it would have been cool to see... M. Night get a, a best directing nom for Old, just because I think I think it's swell, and I think he is a swell person and a, and a very good director. Um, it may not his movies may not turn out like people want them to, but it's very apparent that it turned out the way he wanted it to, and so that's that's what I like about. It. I would have enjoyed to see Old get some kind of nomination. Um, I'm sure he campaigned it because his daughter. Uh, did a, an original song for it that she performed, so I'm oh, sure he really? tried campaigning that, yeah. Aw,
0: that's sweet. Yeah. Him night let little galley be
1: in the foul me In the Falmy. Well, but that's uh, that's this year's Oscars. They're not very exciting feeling, I don't Mm-mm. know. You they're know? just kind of, like, interesting. It's Th- kind of like, mm, okay. <laughs>
0: Seth Rogen said people don't care about the Oscars. I don't know if I'm, like, completely, like, uncaring but I do feel like interest is drifting, you know. Like I don't know if I'll watch as many of them this year. Like, I don't, I don't think I'll watch Belfast or anything, you know. Mm.
1: I there's a consensus right now that I've been seeing about people saying like the Academy needs to stop pandering to a larger audience and just accept what it is and accept that it's not going to get the ratings it had in nineteen ninety seven. You know, yeah. when Titanic was up for Best Picture. Like, they're not going to get that many viewers again, and so they need to to stop trying to put these movies that don't deserve to be in these categories but are just there to hopefully get ratings. Yeah, uh, like into, the Marvel movies feel like that. Yeah, and, and I think that's mainly what Don't Look Up is in there for is because it's like a huge Netflix film when a lot of people watched it and maybe it'll garner some type of, like, you know, uh, attraction to watching uh, the Oscars. And so, I don't know. It's just kind of stupid. I wish they would move away from that kind of, like, Operating like operate, I don't know how what the word I'm looking for is, but I just wish they would stop that shit. Yeah, stop going for ratings and actually give us an actual, you know, considerable awards show. Yeah, Um, that's all I want is is for that. (laughs) Have
0: they announced the hosts yet?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's oh Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer, and two. uh, I'm sorry, I don't know their other names. I don't know the other people. I just know Amy Schumer's in there.
0: I thought they were like looking though i did not know they because no,
1: they because they, they academy announced last night that they would announce it in the morning and then who is hosting the oscars 2022 uh wanda sykes oh, okay. amy schumer and regina hall yeah wow yeah triple dose of comedy from its three hosts
0: wanda from, sykes is pretty funny from i do like Wanda the, sykes from over the hedge Oh yeah (laughs) Racking the suburbs Copyright
1: Yeah I've seen her in several things She's alright I just Amy Schumer Like where did that come from Like I'm not an Amy Schumer hater Like everybody But she is is not Not the most pleasant person Yeah Wanda Sykes does a bunch of animation and shit Yeah She voices She's got a funny voice you know Yeah
0: Apparently, pretty close she's, with Amy Schumer. Yeah,
1: I mean, she's fine. She's fine. It's whatever. Yes, yeah, you might have seen her
0: in Snatched. Yeah,
1: <laughs> or the Nutty Professor, the cl- two, the Clumps. Oh my or god, Snatched or
0: Snatched, starring Amy Schumer. And in- I saw that movie. You did? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> it can't hurt me anymore.
1: <laughs> it's over. Credits have rolled. Um, I just I don't care about the the host of the Oscars aspect. Like, honestly, it was fine the years past when they did it without a host. Like, I thought it didn't make a fucking difference. Yeah, it was really Um, just
0: fine. Like, the idea of a host is just kind of silly, to be honest. Like, and to return with, like, three, it's like, yeah, you really don't know what you want to be, huh?
1: Yeah. and they wanted Tom Holland to host the Oscars, you see that shit? Yeah. They were... (laughs) That's silly. Fan Twitter was... um, well, let's talk about just one more thing before we log off tonight. Oh, okay. Whoa. Did you catch the the new Doctor Strange trailer? And um, if so, what did you think?
0: I saw I saw some of it. I saw that like Professor X is back. Yeah,
1: he's in it, man. I, that feels disappointing. It's weird.
0: Like cuz like Patrick Stewart retired, like he said goodbye to the role,
1: like Yeah. Like, well, what? there's like, talks that Hugh Jack—they're trying to get Hugh Jackman back as well. Well, he did not say like,
0: he'd only ever do it if, uh, if uh, he became an Avenger. He did say that. Oh, he that? did
1: say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, then they're probably pulling that card. Then they're, they're probably they're like, oh, that's do an that.
0: easy ask. Like, <laughs> but the sad thing is, it, it'll it'll probably not be as good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, even though I really enjoyed Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire in No Way Home, like mm-hmm. it didn't feel like you know, like oh we're back like we're back yeah. in the old movies or anything like and that's i doubt that it'll feel that cool like so far all the fox crossovers have been kind of disappointing i mean i bet deadpool will be in the movie or something and yeah it has, and it'll be like oh my god ryan 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 Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not going to be Deadpool. It's going to be Free Guy in the movie.
0: Let's get get Ryan Reynolds the best actor nom this year. Can we finally get it happening? Ryan Reynolds.
1: Ryan Reynolds. All right. Well, we'll leave you on that note of Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) That's all. That's all all I have to say about Doctor Strange. (laughs) Uh, I was just gonna say it looks okay. The camera seems to be moving more, and that's yeah, I that. Sam, Sam Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm ex-
0: <laughs> sorry. A popcorn kernel got stuck in the back of my throat, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to.
1: I had to. Goodbye. <laughs> we will see you next next week, possibly. See ya. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>